A salt substitute has been shown to substantially reduce blood pressure in people at high risk of cardiovascular disease. 600 volunteers in northern China were randomly assigned to receive either the salt substitute, in which sodium was partly replaced by potassium and magnesium, or ordinary salt for 12 months. At the cardiology conference in Atlanta, Bruce Neal from the University of Sydney told me about their findings. The main finding was that after 12 months, the group who were assigned the salt substitute had a lower blood pressure that was 5 millimetres lower than the group assigned to salt. This is a significant reduction in blood pressure levels, is that correct? Yeah, this is a highly significant um, from a statistical perspective, but also from a clinical perspective. This is the sort of blood pressure reduction you might expect to get with single drug therapy. You saw an increase in effect over time. What do you attribute this to? The increasing effect over time was almost certainly um, the consequence of it taking a while for the salt substitute to replace the salt in pickled foods. This population eats a lot of food that's pickled in salt and they pickle that throughout the year and consume it throughout the following year. If we use this salt substitute in other populations in other parts of the world, would we see similar results? No, you wouldn't, because in other parts of the world, most of the salt that people eat is eaten in as part of processed foods. And the only way you would get this same effect would be if you could persuade all the food manufacturers to replace the salt they're using with the salt substitute. And that's not impossible, but it would require major policy implementations. As this has lowered blood pressure levels, what does this mean for the future for this patient population? Well, we believe that this would be a very effective strategy for lowering blood pressure in rural northern China. It's worth pointing out that the reason it was so effective in this community was that this community eats a lot of salt and it's very easy to replace the salt in their diet because they're eating home-cooked food where they add pretty much all of the salt that they consume at the time of cooking. So this is a significant change then for a population who don't necessarily have very many options. Yeah, I mean, we think this is um, particularly profound finding because in rural China, um, this is a community that gets very little in the way of health care and can afford very little in the way of health care, yet suffers a huge burden of vascular disease because they eat so much salt. We see this as a strategy for improving equity in health care between the very undeveloped, unresourced, poor areas of China and the increasingly well-resourced urban areas of China. Does this actually mean then that we should all be taking this salt substitute as opposed to our standard table salt? I, I think so, yes. I mean, I'm, I am convinced by the effects that salt substitutes have on blood pressure, sufficiently convinced to think that this would be a, a good thing to do. But, you know, in developed societies, you have to realise this is going to have a very small impact on blood pressure and a very small impact on health because the salt that you get from table salt is trivial in comparison to the amount of salt you get from processed foods. What's really required is, you know, government enforced legislation, policy change that will actually change the way that food is manufactured. Bruce Neal from Sydney talking to me at the American College of Cardiology Scientific Session in Atlanta. I'm Sarah Maxwell.